0: drink it's a warm butterscotch kind of brandy Um, kind of like a thick liqueur creamy definitely like it's got a sweetness of honey in there Um, of sugar and of like a toffee kind of aftertaste something you've tasted similar to before in the past Aragorn puts the glass down, empty. Lady Arwen uh, makes a comment, a sideways comment about we. You shouldn't go drinking. Um, all the supplies. That must be the third bottle. That. Uh, he's finished off. And he's only just left Rohan. Aragorn kind of makes a snidey comment of that it's actually the fourth bottle, but who's counting? Besides, he's sure the elves will be uh, more willing to supply him or supply them with extras when the evening comes.
1: I'll tell you who's counting. Apparently, his wife. <laughs> what? I'm You're not wrong. there.
0: Hey, but I'm not there. You're not there, no.
1: No, it's just like when you said um, who's counting, and I was like, I'll tell you who's counting. Apparently, his wife. your yeah. wife.
0: And then only just left Rohan. <laughs> you've had you've had four bottles already. Well, actually, I've already. And you've had three bottles already. You've only just left Rohan. You should like, you know, save it for later. And Aragorn is like she well actually doesn't... it's four bottles and I'm sure we can get some more from the elves.
1: Oh, she really is kinda <laughs> I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like she's she's such a uptight wife? Is that the right term? She's just she she seems very uptight. It's like chill with Arwen, chill.
0: She's not saying it she's not saying anything too being nasty about it. She's just like, making a comment.
1: Yeah, but it seems very snarky and snidey.
0: I always do that. I always, I always make those kind of comments. and then, Nine times out of ten, they can get away with it.
1: Hmm. I must remember that in the future.
0: Well, <laughs> they can get away with it. Only to a certain degree, but they can get away with it. Worth it. Um,
1: well, make... the next time... No... Hmm? Uh, the next time Nostril makes a snidey comment, I'm just going to make one back.
2: Okay. You're an elf, though. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter.
1: <laughs> it's just it's a way of pleasantries. It's just one elf exchanging another pleasantry and somebody on the outside looking at elves in do going, snidey comments.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will say, so when are these elves arriving to give us passage through? Like.
0: Oh, so oh be this evening just no, us, the, they'll, like. signal, they'll signal. signal. So wait around a couple Sometimes of hours. Like, I and they, they are going to show up. Well,
2: aren't they? Like they're oh,
0: reliable. Yes. yes, that they
2: will show up on time, not like four hours late.
0: That Lydiawyn kind of like gives you like a... I know how elves are even time. really. You get the impression like even <laughs> though you've like you've you've even after the, all this time, you still have this doubt about Elven... Uh, um... Especially Lady Gladio's area, because she was very rude to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Said anything yeah. about Lord um, Elven, I would have been okay. But no, Lady Gladio has been very rude to me, so I need to know.
0: You <laughs> need to know. Um, you get the impression... Well, you you, you kind of get the inclination from um, Lydia when that... Even after spending all this time with other elves and getting to experience and experience the 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 philosophy and the and the uh, the culture of elves from multiple different angles.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean the you dungeon, still and pulled in my underwear the to go see a yeah. king, you know. <laughs> still, all the great stuff. Still... Being told that I'm really arrogant and that in front of other people, they, uh, elves you're are still great, kind fun, of... aren't they?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're still kinda of questioning what the elves are. Um, you know, like like that. In that, we're inclined, yeah. You don't get me wrong. I respect Lord Elrond. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I just say, like, don't get me wrong. I respect Lord Elrond in that, but every other yeah. elf so far has either bust around a bush, shown me the wrong path, made me wait way too long. Or just yeah. completely just said no, go and do it yourself. And it's like, well, you <laughs> had the answer. And to be yep. honest, last time I was here in Lorien, they gradually was a bit rude to me. And it's like, well, I have been really nice, being on best behavior. So like, I don't know what I did wrong, but apparently I did something wrong. And the last time I went and see the other elves in the other forest, you know, they were like, kinda... just getting dragged out of the river. I just got myself. Pulled in the river by saving everyone, and I was climbing out the river, and I was in my underwear trying to dry off. And then they pulled me in front of the king. It was like they didn't get let me put my pants on. It was like, come on, let me get changed.
0: <laughs> There's a little bit of a chuckle <laughs> and a giggle from um, from um, Lady Arwen. She's like... I may have been
2: around elves a lot. But I've not seen the best side of them. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Elrond is completely different. I've had such a good time in Rivendell. Looking forward to going back.
0: He's half elf, yeah there's a there's as a, well a, that, but half elves seems to be great <laughs> yeah she um uh, yeah, uh, um says the comment of um yeah having that half really does make a difference but it doesn't seem to be directed towards you it seems to be half directed towards Aragon
2: Doghouse. <laughs> Seen that look before.
1: <laughs> <Please>. <laughs>
2: Point of you don't know what you've done, you don't know how you're going to fix it, but you just got to accept it.
0: Wow.
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> Evening goes on with kind of like polite conversation. This to look forward to. <laughs> Gideon's like listening to it. Intending. Um. And trying to... He's answering quite he's, he's responding, but he's not, like, engaging kind of thing. He's not, like, one to ask two invasive questions. You can tell. He's trying to stay on the right side of <coughs> Um Lady Arwen has uh, put a book away. Um, May I
2: ask what book it was you were reading? Look looked very pretty. That's all I could really
0: tell. <laughs> um memoir, it, it, it's basically it's memoirs of um, memoirs of Valnor. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's written, it's a strange kind of poetic uh, um, story about an elf who used to be in Valnor and then left the Valnor and then is writing uh basically make make it write down his memoirs of what it was like to be in the Valno uh, or what he remembers of the Valno and how he wishes how he wishes to see them again kind of thing um but it's it, it he says it's very descriptive it's very meaningful um and he writes it from the point of view that he'll never be able to see these things again um and that he should have paid more attention Mm. to these things in the Valnor when he was there. Yeah, it serves as kind of like, she likes reading it. Um, It serves uh, serves her as a reminder of um, never to forget or never forget uh, the important things in life. It's like Elephant Philosophy.
2: Yeah, I uh, yeah, don't that, but okay. Yeah? Yeah, okay, right, if, if that's your interest and you like reading it. <laughs>
0: um... There's no battles in it or anything like that. There's, she says she, she she looks at you as if like you're look, looking at it? Saying, okay, this might be you're not sure if she can gauge it whether you're interested or maybe just quizzical about it. But she immediately jumps in there and says, "There's no battles in it. There's no heroes. There's no monsters or anything like that. It's just."
2: Oh well, no! I mean, not every story needs the hero battle or whatever that.
0: Just if that's good adventure it... is usually all it needs. What you're expecting? I am
2: for poems, though so it's it's a bit if you're a it... poem, he's a poem so you said elven philosophy and uh sorry yeah. but
0: no uh. <laughs> it's elven philosophy it's like it's a look back on what they had and what they used to have and what the uh the ideas that they had at the time um, and how they moved themselves away from that and how years later they reflect on the way things were and they face a future where they might never ever be able to experience those things again so it's a bit about regret mm.
2: that I understand
0: yeah
2: I'll tell you what I've got a question for um, pretty much Lee and mm. what type of helmet do you think I should get myself because I've been going a lot of battles in the beginning on my head quite a lot so I feel like I should get a helmet now I'm getting very close to, like, getting my
0: head cut
2: off. <laughs> <Or bashed laughs> in, God you know, kind of, like, goes, throws his head
0: help. back and just starts laughing, like, really, really laughing. He said, uh, That's why I kind of have this shabby look. I remember on, feeling know. like, like that, that once. But... Lady Arwen says, Well, don't get any ideas and start writing any books about it. <laughs> I think
2: that'd be great. <laughs> I should start my own book. Kind
0: of, kinda, like, picks up the book and she's like, pretends to be reading, said Memoirs of an Arrogant King by Aragorn I can imagine it, and then she slams the book closed again and puts it down
1: So catty <laughs> She's catty like me right now <laughs> Great, we're both catty half-elf girls Yeah, we'll that's
2: great <laughs> <laughs> Should I get travelling. a full visor?
1: <laughs> Clearly both of us are just like Oh, we hate travelling <laughs> at this point
0: yeah. Aragon's uh, helmets. uh Well, I need some head protection. Okay. I well,
2: don't know whether to get like a full visor because that's gonna like obscure my vision a little up- bit. Obscure your I'm vision. Fighting, you can only see really what's matter. directly
0: ahead of you, and um, he's
2: yeah. I mean, that's bad for like a, a battle strategic, where I need to run to left or right and identify where things are, but.
0: Kind of, I mean, you, as you're saying, that is like, yeah, it only helps you when you be able to look straight ahead. You can only see things that are coming. Why do I could just turn my head? And then he kind of looks over to you when he says, It never prepares you for what's coming up behind.
2: But then if I had to helmet off anyway, I wouldn't be able to see behind me.
0: No, you're always looking over your shoulder. True. Lydia Irwin kind of like gives him a glare back, saying, "as if, <laughs> as, if as if to say, like, um, you know, like, uh, somebody's always watching what you're doing or following you." Um, Aragon kind of smiles back.
2: Maybe I should get dwarfs to make a special custom thing that allows me to turn it on and off.
0: Yeah, as you're thinking about this, it turns to get You've got all this to come. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Lidia, one just had a head
2: like a cap on it. Still something, but it looks stupid. I don't like looking stupid.
0: Aragon says, "Keep it simple." Lady Owen says, "No, no, no. You should. Why don't you get yourself one of those nice, one ones from Donna? Not the other ones with all the feathers coming out the top." Aragon.
2: Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aragon kind of just started shaking. He said, "He went, no, 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 no." He wants to look like a fighter, not like a peacock.
2: Yeah, and besides, I've already got a peacock hat. (laughs) (laughs) the pirate hat, but you know what I mean? A sailing hat. Maybe I should just have some sort of metal guard that some sort of protection around my, my jaw and goes up. I don't know. I've a think about it. Maybe I'll get the dwarfs to help you figure out or something.
0: Aragon says if it's any consolation though. Only helmet he had what was actually a helmet. It was simply just a piece of chain mail that hung over his head. Like a, a chain mail hood. I like it caught in the hair though. Served him well in his ranger days. sat over the top of his normal hood, put his hood up, pulled the chainmail hood over the top of it. You have the flexibility, all round-sightedness, and a little bit of protection at the same time. Mm. Not a helmet as such, not in the common sense, but practical.
2: Yeah, I mean, I wear a lot of chain anyway. The chain head covering wouldn't be too much of an issue, but...
0: It's simply chain hood. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I
2: could do like a leather hood and just... not have to worry too much about... Well, I could just rip it on and off. No, I don't have to yeah. I mean, how easy was it to put on and off?
0: Oh, we just pulled it up and pulled it down again. Kind of so it was already over.
2: connected to your. Outfit, yeah, it's then, wasn't it it's,
0: it really? it's actually, actually part of the chainmail shirt. It's got like a chain hood on yeah, a yes. shirt, it's like a hoodie, kind of thing. Oh, um, I have to get either a
2: new one fix to this, or I have to get a whole
0: new outfit. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. The the says, yeah. I get like a
2: bad <laughs> And you never
0: forgot. You never forgot it. Something you can never forget. If it, I mean, if it's part of your armor, you're not going to leave it behind, are you? Ah, true. Like he says, it's, it's kind of a helmet, but not really a helmet.
2: Oh, Gideon, I just buy you try to get something like this to because right? those nights when you upset Ori and she throw something at you, you'll need all <laughs> the protection you've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was that's just feeling the- really, really,
0: really loudly. I'm Especially sure
2: with the things with
0: pointing the edges. <laughs> I I'm, I'm sure Gideon's already learned to duck.
2: You need to learn to jump and run. Well, I don't think you have learned to duck, considering our last encounter.
0: Gideon says, to be fair, that was completely by surprise.
2: I'm pretty sure she's going to frozen. Get you by surprise.
0: I'll take it under advisement. Let's hope it doesn't happen before the wedding. Let's hope not.
2: Well, you're going to meet Nostria, so. <laughs> and I know Dillantras doesn't like it that much because, considering he got the shot by her, that was the first meeting.
1: <laughs> Once.
0: Aragorn, like, uh, like pouring himself <laughs> a sec- second drink, and drinking it. It was in the shoulder? Getting shot! <laughs> yeah, with
2: dear. an arrow
0: in the shoulder. He says, tell me dear, as he turns to Lady Arwen, says, is that another formal elven greeting? Arwen kind of leans across and says, only for people I destroyed. Only people what? I distrust. I distrust. No. That's something you got to get used to, Gideon. Elven traditions. Like getting shot. hmm <laughs> Gideon's like uh, I mean he's, he's had it like Constantly on this on this journey now of like getting into the ring around between humans and elves, um, about the compromises, about the um, the differences, in not like in not just like in lifestyle, but in traditions and in cultures, um, in their mannerisms, how they have to adapt, as Aragorn has explained it you've got to get used to the way they do things and then she has to get used to the way you do things and then she just totally tells you you're doing it wrong.
2: It takes years of... Do practice. you make sure you have some input though, Gideon? You've got <laughs> to have some input.
0: You have some input, don't you, dear? Yeah. It's Aragon. Point. Plucking. Oh yes. <laughs> I have I have every I
2: actually stick and are allowed to go through though make sure that's one of the things you're
0: allowed. <laughs> yes I choose the uh, the color of the walls in the registrar the idea kind of smiles see He's allowed some input. Mm. <laughs> Gideon doesn't look too, too um. Too... Conversation goes on.
2: He's bloody healthy, yeah.
0: <laughs> a few mud drinks. And then there seems to be a thud on the top of the carriage roof. Or the, the top of the Too caravan wall. roof um, Aragorn after about four or five drinks um, gets up pulls back the curtain has to look outside and over in the distance on the the verge of the, the tree curtain um, it's just starting to get dusk likewise the someone sitting behind in the west behind the mountains, casts darkness across the eastern face of uh, the Missy Mountains. Um, and in the flat land between Fangorn Forest and uh, Lorien, in the vale down towards uh, the Anduin, it gets dark really, really quickly. Um, these are the highest p- points of the mountains. Um, that and the the winter season and this the clouds and the snow that seems to be uh, descending on the area um, constantly now not too heavy but still constant there is a light it blinks on then off and the enemy <gasps> pauses for a second then it blinks on and then off again and then a the third time blinks on and then off again Aragorn pulls back from the curtain closes again he turns to you all and says I believe our friends have here arrived
2: you sure it's them
0: one way to find out Theo
2: let's go with my them. sword <laughs>
0: Step up. Can you can you see if it's them? Like, I mean, they're blinking a light on and off, but that's it. You can't see anything. It's, it's just a light. light. Well, it's just blinking on and off this light. Is it like a morse code? Or is it like some sort of coding?
2: Say, hello, we are here. Are
0: you, are you asking? Yeah. Argon has no idea. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One way to find out, though let's go and meet our new friends
2: okay. dokie
0: trudging your way through the snow you make your way to in the direction of the light oh, I blinking on
2: hands on my sword
0: hands on your sword, you meet about a hundred feet away from the verge of the trees and then out from almost everywhere there's a stompede of elves. They come running like like literally like like must be thirty elves come running out of the forest at you.
2: It's an attack! Quick get back! Kurfine <laughs> drawn <laughs>
0: <laughs> They run up to you in the snow and then in about fifteen feet or so they seem to all come to a stop. One of them steps forward. Aragorn, it's on about one. we were told to meet you here
2: go back retract
0: I <laughs> <laughs> steps forward and holds out his hand the elf does the same holds out his hand And they shake hands. How
2: many elves are running up in this area now?
0: I was about 30.
2: What the hell's wrong with you guys running at us like 30 people? Elves. I can't see the dark, it's dark out here.
0: Come, we're there. We'll take you to the forest. We have uh, supplies ready for you to continue your journey to Rivendell. Several of our... ...quad will be travelling with you. We have, uh, supplies. Food. Water. But... We'll bring your caravan within the borders of the forest. It's dangerous to be out here on... On a winter's night. Duh. <laughs> you travelled alone? Aragon says, Me, Lady Arwen, a couple of others, our carriage driver, and Theo, Lord of the Grey Ivies, the Rohan. He's making the journey to Rivendell also. Meet his friends. The Elf kind of looks at you, looks you up and down. Turns back to Aragorn. Very good. Come. We'll get you some food and water. The group of the Elves seems to run over to work towards the caravan itself run up to the horses, pat them, stroke them, and then take the bridle and start pulling the caravan quickly to jog. So a few of the elves kind of like jog alongside it. A couple of them taking up repositions, looking around. Each one of them seems to have a tree branch in their hands and they're sweeping the tracks away. The carriage, covering it up, turning the turning the snow around, stirring it.
2: So, I just say, like whispered to out, Ar- I so badly want to make a snow angel now and snow tracks. Just <laughs> <laughs> really screwing up, trying to speed the tracks away. <laughs> Aragon there.
0: And sort of uh, pat you on the shoulder, he says, "I know exactly how you feel." It seems pointless
2: to do it here, from like that point to their territory, because we've left tracks all the way up.
0: Yeah, it doesn't just It just goes
2: this point. It's like, where else are we going to go? We'd rather go <laughs> through the bit where yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it stops yeah. Um, with the courage to join you, and then steadily you make your way with the belt into the forest of Lorien. Crossing a small river. A Do color. you think
2: I should talk to them about trying to get some supplies to go further north? Do they have anything like a, a, a big tent.
0: He <laughs> kinda of holds his hand out to one side, palm down, he's like in all in good time. All in good time. Let's uh let's see what our friends have to offer first, shall we?
2: Oh yeah I man, just Assuming they won't be ready for what I need.
0: So, you just step inside the forest. Like, you've gone about 10, 15 feet in the forest. It's light. As if the trees seem to be radiating some kind of moon beams down from the leaves themselves down to the forest floor. Some sort of fairy light here? There's no. It's, it's kind of like a bluey, bluey white moonlight. Um. Looking up, all you can see is the branches of the trees, and as if there's some light behind them, silhouetting all the leaves on the lower branches. Moonbeams seem to be cutting through them. You look down the ground and you notice there's no snow. There's just grass. It doesn't feel cold. It's like the seasons themselves seems to have stopped within Lorien itself.
2: Is there a magical barrier around Lorien? Some sort of like magical protection against i
0: Are you I gonna say are you asking or are you inquiring or I just say out <laughs> loud. <laughs> oh Aragon I just speak out. <laughs> Aragon um, as you're walking along. Do these trees out. actually
2: glow all the time? Because they're never no. great for like
0: mark, road markings. <laughs> so, no, they don't glow. Um, I believe there's something in the properties of the trees themselves. Yes, but the trees themselves don't actually glow. Their leaves, might so It looks like the sky. <laughs> there's the so like you Use it like but... traffic
2: lights all the way down the road outside the normal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. But to, to answer your query, is there a protection around the borders, Lorien There is. It's it's called the Girdle of Galadriel. Oh yeah, it's, I it's, actually, it's, yeah well, I've
2: heard of that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's but I didn't a, know that could happen. That
0: seems weird. Yeah, there's a few things you you need to learn about the elves. Most of it's weird. Most of it. Like 99% of it. Most of it. He explains that the gilder of Gladwell is a proximity Uh, of the forest of Florian. It prevents things from coming in. It protects them. Um, Almost like a sanctuary kind of thing. Um, If things were to cross over into Lorien that would pose a threat on Lorien itself, then Gladriel would be consciously aware of it. Um, And she would send uh, troops out to deal with the situation. Um, Nothing of evil intent is permitted to approach uh, Lorien. Um, It's not just literally physical war, but... Also like a proximity kind of thing, so if anything you people always approaching it, um, would be notified like, like subconsciously, she would be aware of it, um, at distance. Um, so if anybody has an intention, uh, to harm Lorien or to attack Lorien or to do damage to it, um, is that
2: a spell she does, or is that like an item she has on her? She doesn't know. Is it just a bond? There's
0: a limit there's a to limit to even his like understanding of, of mind, how it works. It? <laughs> yeah. There's a limit to the understanding of e his understanding of how it all works. There's a limitation to that. Um I mean, he does something know. very
2: similar but a very small area. Like I can do a fifty foot radius of what you're saying is very similar, but I can't stop weather. I can I know if evil things come in my vicinity and that's it.
0: Yeah. um that it's just sounds like it's something really like that, cool, but a little bit <laughs> bigger. Like it, it's like the whole, the, all the borders of Lorien, the whole lot of it. Um As opposed to the the, the control of the weather kind of thing. I, I mean, if, if, if some weather's not very good, some weather's not very bad. Just it just seems to just keep it mm. consistent.
2: So something like that that would help in the future, really good.
0: Um, it doesn't feel cold here. It doesn't feel light. And it doesn't feel dark. It seems to be that kind of like that moon shadow kind of phase. And um, it feels it it, it. it there's no snow on the ground. Um. In fact, you recall to the time when you were last in Lorian, and it didn't rain either. Um, and again, you get those memories coming back of like what was it actually like? And actually, it didn't feel as if anything changed from when you arrived to when you left. Was it
2: not raining when we first entered? I thought it was raining.
0: When you entered, yes, it was raining. But when you were inside the forest, it didn't... Ah. uh It didn't rain, no. Uh, so it, it felt very placid. Very surreal. Um, mostly you couldn't really determine whether it was day or night. Right, yeah. It just felt straight. It. It consistent, kind of. It was the same. Every time of day, all the time, kind of like that—that that twilight kind of setting. They, it wasn't cold. It wasn't hot. They didn't even feel the wind. And you—you like, kind of trying to cast your mind back as if, like, did it? Did it actually feel like this all the time? But you are now back in Lorien. Um, it feels very much like this uh, first time you were here. Um, it feels eerie. It feels odd. It feels as if the forces of nature have been bent. Um, not not the forces of science, like physics and all the rest of it, but the forces of nature have been, like, curbed. Um, as if they still have free reign here, but they're not allowed to do what they, what they want. Um, not restrained. Just encompassed. You're making your way through the forest. There's a group of thirty elves with you as well. Um, the deeper you go into the forest, you're passing um, uh, you, uh, elven buildings fashioned out of the wood that they wood of the trees themselves. Um, beautiful curbs, um, amazing carpentry work. All seems to be of like a a white wood. Almost like a silver pine. Um, Each one of them seems to radiate its own kind of light. It's not actual radiating light, but it's just using the light from the surrounding area and bouncing it back. Making it seem brighter and more pure than it actually is. Um, One or two buildings to begin with, and then it densely picks up strings of luminescent lights, fairy lights. Not actual fairy lights, but almost like daisy chains. Um flowers that seem to be tied and knotted together, but these these flowers seem to radiate the light from them. Not brightly, only about an inch or so. Almost like a firebug. Um or a glowworm consistency, a luminescent rather than a brightness. Chains of them hanging between the branches from further up in the trees. Occasionally you catch sight of an elf, not dressed in armor or camouflage or leathers, but in long, sweeping grey, white, light blue. Uh, light purple robes, silvers that seem to shimmer as they walk from footpath to footpath or from platform to platform. Wooden logs that have been hammered into the side of, or built onto the side of tree stumps, tied with knotted vines. that form walkways and ramps that spiral the trees leading higher up into eaves of existence as you move deeper and deeper into the forest now led by this small squad of 30 or so individual elves a patrol perhaps on kind of like in doorways to buildings you have no idea Aragon slowly whispers in your ear. Seems we're outnumbered now Theo.
2: I can still take them (laughs) to give it a go don't you worry I've still got a trick up my sleeve
0: the paths here are covered in leaves, uh, gold and silver in in colour, um, not actual gold and silver, but look look white and yellow. Um, fallen leaves seem to litter a path in front of you. Um, they seem bright. No snows. The the leaves as you stand on the field crisp. Um, almost dried and autumnal in style. See the wagon behind you, its wheels going round. Up ahead you can see a figure. And a figure. Another elf. Taller than than others, appears at this distance. Hairless skinned. This one has a bald head. It's the first elf you have seen with a bald head.
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry, experiment, wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Astell.
1: Wait. and don't trust
0: is rocking side to side It's now starting to feel warm inside That's quite pleasant now. Lauren has spotted at least two rabbits a fox oh, and a squirrel Fascinated by the squirrel squirrel hopping around. Screaming from branch to branch. And then dropping down to the ground and then disappearing into the snow. He explained to Lauren in the best terminology and way that you can imagine of how the squirrel will then burrow its way through the snow, looking for the nuts that it hid during autumn. Um, it's only food supply um, during the winter months. Lauren's fascinated. Lily chirps in with her ten pence worth of knowledge as well. Saying that if it can't find the nuts If it can't find its nuts It'll connect it with the mushrooms. Make you all the way across Egrion with the conversations spiraling during the daylight hours into pleasantries. Lily's continuous am freezing stopped for a little bit and now has progressed into how bloody further is it?
1: Like going to murder us
0: now <laughs> I'm sure I'm gonna fall off the edge oh, of the
1: world here what happens if we reach the edge of the map did Lily just break the fourth wall there no no. am just saying that she's, saying, she's asking literally
0: what happens if we fall off the edge of what happens if we reach the edge of the map <laughs>
1: I'm Analyzing that statement, it just it feels like she broke the fourth wall. No, exactly. um, like, she's asking. What, what do you think will happen? Dylan Truss, uh Turns to Lily and says, "Lily, we're not on a map. We're on a road. Hi. I think we'll be fine." <laughs>
0: <sane>. Where's <What happens laughs> the guy that drew this road? This <laughs> on a map or something that ran out of paper? You know ah sorry'm not'm sorry didn't catch any oh. about you.
1: <laughs> what
0: what if the guy that drew this map you know drew the road on the map ran out of paper and thought hey saw so this I'm not going any further because I can't be bothered to write I got no more paper to write it on what happens if you like you know we go over that bit? we're not on a the map then are we I'm just saying we we'll We're going to go Lily. off the map And then that's it
1: We'll be fine, Lily uh, People have made this road before To Rivendale And I'm sure we'll be fine
0: Lauren asks you Have you ever gone off the map?
1: Once or twice but oh. not in this part of the world. Where? He refers to the Haradon, like mentions that he's travelled in places in Haradon that did not have um, legible maps. Or nobody had just bothered to make any.
0: I wonder what came first. Was it the map? Or was it the land? Like, did somebody draw a map of the land, and the land appeared? Or was the land there to begin with, and somebody just drew it on the map?
1: Revitating conversation going on. (laughs) (laughs) it's at that point Dylan Trask decides to tell tell the the, the carriage a story and says well, in some lore books it is believed that the land or the ground that we walk upon was brought into creation by a very powerful and very mysterious um higher power. And then the I always want to call them the Astari, but they're not the Astari. What are they called? Valar Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um helped to cultivate the land. So I I would be under the impression that it would be the land that came first. And then somebody drew them out.
0: Lily kind of like steps and she says, Hi. They created the land and then drew it on a map. You thought they would work from a map, wouldn't ya? Well, they kinda of did the- I mean, if I'm gonna build a house, I'd have to have a plan first,
1: yeah? Well, they kinda of did the work from an idea.
0: Oh, well, I've got a great idea for my house.
1: Well then, you'll need to take that up feel when you see him.
0: Oh, I'll see him. I'll see him soon. You know what? If I was one of these godlike people, you know what I'd do?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Move th- move Rivendell, bloody closer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Dylan tries laughing. <laughs> you know, you're <laughs> something there, Lily. <lovely. laughs> <laughs> i completely really onto something
0: there. <laughs> yeah. hope it's not much further. I said be there by dinner time. I'm I didn't catch that.
1: No,
0: she says I hope not much further. Because I'm hoping to be there by dinner time. I'm freaking starving. Well,
1: yeah. And I'm sure it won't be much longer. He looks out at the carriage window and p- points out a passing bird to Lawrence, There is a... whatever bird. <laughs> Just
2: picture him looking out the window and
1: going, bird. <laughs> <laughs> <Birdie>. <laughs> There's a um, um, uh, Bird. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, he just, he's had enough of Wally by that point. Nostria kind, looks
0: at, Nostria kind of looks out the window as well. She squints her eyes <laughs> and she, went, she goes...
1: That's not a bird. It's an eagle.
0: That's a bird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not a bird, it's an eagle.
0: Says, congratulations, don't trust it's a bird.
1: <laughs> what are the king of birds you would see in that region?
0: Um, Estelle's got the books. And that winter as well. Yeah, it is a winter.
1: <laughs> okay, thank you. Winter. you well, out the window and says, Oh, there's a uh, winter owl. Winter, owl. Okay. winter owls exist in the middle air. In which case, you get a
0: very puzzled look from, from Nostriel, and then she kind of looks out the window, squints her eyes, and she goes, Congratulations, Don't Trust Lady Discovery.
1: Yes, as I'm sure, <laughs> as I'm sure, many other things are a major discovery. She smiles back at. After about two hours, Sorry, two hours, eh? <laughs> I was about to say, jeez, that's a long silence." <laughs> I
0: say, after about two hours of. Um... Riveting conversation taking place and you pointing out anything that moves in your uh, and got a heartbeat. and really also want to know how long it'll be before she can get out the carriage and stretch her legs. Although you know, it's quite warm in here now. The conversation's gone too. It's not too bad riding this carriage, isn't it? I hope I don't have to ride the frigging thing back home again.
1: I'm sure everything will be fine. We'll have better travel arrangements for the way back.
0: Ah, yeah, I hope so too. I want to be carried.
1: <laughs> Dylan Dras is just thinking. Jesus, tell you really effing only one. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah.
0: That's couple fine. Of, a couple hours go by.
1: It's only the travel on the way there. We're not going back in the same way. He knows that, but mm-hmm. he's also there sitting, thinking, God damn it, you really owe me one. Hey, you accepted. <laughs> I know, but you still owe me one. <laughs> he told you that at the time. He said, I'll take Lily, but you freaking owe me one. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right.
0: You um, if you always <laughs> go by of these conversations going backwards and forwards about pointing out birds and animals and things like that, Lily complaining because Rivendell's built too far away, and L just pleasantly dropping into a pause of meditation and then. Yeah. Um, no, you, sorry. Sir? Oh Sorry. Sorry, but uh, dropping into meditation and then what? and on gazing out and look watching the mountains. Um and then uh knowing exactly where she is and how far it is to go, but not making a, saying a word about how far it actually is. She knows exactly where she's at. And she knows how far it is, but she's not saying anything about with regards to that. Okay?
1: Oh, I've got an idea. Okay. Um in one of those waking moments of Nostriel, uh, Dylan Tras will ask, So Nostreal, what is all we told you about Gideon?
0: He's Gondorian. Uh, very much like Aragorn. Mm. Um... I understand they have uh, spent time together in the past. Aragorn and Gideon. I'm sure much of it has brushed, on, uh, brushed out on him. Um, it'll be interesting to find out more about him. Personally. First hand.
1: Um, well... Myself, Estelle, and Theo have met him briefly, and he is definitely an interesting fellow. I do believe that you will find him very interesting.
0: That's good to hear. I grow tiresome of boring people.
2: That's a shame.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Expressions on her face when she says up.
0: Uh kind of like a... a
1: She implying that the current um her current company is boring.
0: No. She's smiling. Uh smirking she's somewhat. Awesome. Uh, I, she's smiling, so almost like smirking as she looks at uh, you. Yeah. Her eyes are bright. Uh, as if, like, fully alert.
1: (laughs) Smiles back at her and says, Well, I'm sure that you and Kareem will go on like a house on fire. A snipe kind of smile on his face.
0: Lily kind of steps in and says, I know what that's like.
1: Did I say that? It's not like a no. fun picnic, you
0: know what I mean? I've had my house burnt down once. It wasn't nice. I
1: yes. wasn't happy about oh, yes. it. Yes, yes, Lily. Uh, he he <laughs> turns to her and says, Yes, yes, Lily. I'm, I'm sure that you'll get a nice new mm. house
0: soon. Aye, well, I'm just saying. People shouldn't go, you know, talking about burning houses down.
1: We weren't. We were referring to... Nostriel and her soon to be son-in-law.
0: Well, I hope they've got Again, no plans another... to burn their houses down either.
1: Again, another snake can kind of smell on Dylan Trask's face. I'm sure that the two of them will get on extremely well.
0: Aye, I'm sure they get on fine. Just make sure he's got no bloody matches.
1: Yeah. Don't you hear that? <laughs> I'm not there, so you know, it doesn't matter, yeah. honestly. Oh, what's going
0: on? <sighs> this is what happens when you put people there, in my a carriage.
1: If was there, my was back. Like... <laughs>
0: you put people in a carriage together, this is what happens. I
1: can't From on a long <laughs> journey. <laughs>
0: Another couple <laughs> hours go by. of have like all this like conversation going backwards and forwards. Um, Lily thanking the gods that a house didn't catch fire in the winter um, for some crazy reason, and that the situation would have been ten times, times worse if she, a house did catch fire in the winter for another crazy reason.
1: I did want to ask Nostriel another question, but...
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> More about the wedding than anything else. Um, Dylan Trust inquires as to whether or not Nostriel's... Nephews? Like, I think we've already kind of said this in canon before that the two of them would be there, but... She Mm -hmm. he inquires as to whether they will be there at the wedding or whether they are the twins yes
0: yes they'll be there it would
1: be interesting to uh, speak with them Um, being a twin myself it is rather I have a few questions I'd like to ask them um and possibly Lord Elrond as well, but I do understand that he will be rather busy and yes, well, a right, lot of people will be. Um,
0: however, um, I, yeah, there will be opportunity to meet and discuss and seek guidance.
1: We were... Well... Again, just before I ask this, uh, can I sidebar real quick? Did mm-hmm. we establish whether or not Gandalf was going to be there?
0: He was on the list. Yeah, I said
1: he was on the list. Okay. Well, I said the list. Of... And Radagast also.
0: He's on the list. Yeah,
1: he's on the list. Okay. Any other big players apart from those two that aren't directly more? related? That aren't directly related to bride and groom. Oh, uh, aren't
0: directly related. Of, mm. Mm. Not directly related.
1: Ah, uh, Bilbo. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a few more.
1: <laughs> Bilbo. Okay. Bilbo, Bilbo. Radicast, Gandalf. Uh, oh, there's a few more. I did say I wanted yeah, to bring the uh, Lady of Gondor and the King of Rohan. Yeah. Um. Uh. Mm, and a lot of people are Elves. Oh, You've
0: not elves got Legolas and Ginny, are they not coming? No, 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 no Legolas and Ginny. I know, I know where they're at, and I know what they're doing, so they in the Blimming Caves by now. They're, they're, they're in the proximity of them, yeah.
1: Mm, and obviously anything that Aragorn brings and Gideon's more <sighs> friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, the dwarves. They've got to come yet, yeah, don't worry.
1: Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Dylan um, inquires to Nostriel, um but he said it in Sindarin. Okay. Um, he'd like to speak to someone about something that he saw in a vision slash dream he doesn't necessarily go into detail he makes it as big as possible okay um and he's just kind of wondering who is the best person to help interpret
0: mm. this um, well Ron's probably the best person to speak to about that but uh, you have nothing to worry about don't trust i do believe yes i do believe
1: He kind of replies when she says, Elrond, he said, Did your mother not necessarily be better because it's kind of your mother's forty? She doesn't like to...
0: She she doesn't like to... um, make requests of that nature from her mother too often.
1: No, but he... Well, he then further explains yeah you could you could speak to her under, of course that's understandable but, but i do believe isn't she better like mm-hmm. he says that's understandable that you don't need to make those kind of requests but isn't she the slightly the better of the two for interpreting things like that
0: she doesn't make it a family competition
1: he wasn't implying that <laughs> <laughs> he's just saying. Like, <laughs> given your mother's experience, you in can these you areas. can certainly ask
0: her. However, she it's something that she doesn't particularly do. Um, Lord Elrond's probably more approachable, and probably be a little bit more uh, truthful about, like, honest about. it. am probably a, a, a better at it, but more vague. In her like interpretation of it, does that help?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'll also interesting to speak to your yeah, no, Um It will be also interesting to speak to your net views upon this matter, as I feel. Mm-hmm. Speak to, to have you to speak to? Instead.
0: I do believe there is somebody who wishes to speak to you, Dylan Traster.
1: Looks at her as if what? <laughs>
0: Me? I think uh Lord Elrond has a slight uh, like a small test for
1: you. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting.
2: <laughs> Today you become a man. <laughs>
1: He's been (laughs) one for 61 years.
2: (laughs) Uh, You've only been a man for one year. (laughs)
1: 62 years. He's older than you.
2: You're 62. You become a man at 61. So you've only been a man for one year.
1: Since when did you. Like, what shit is this? It's
2: true. Elves are young and children still until they get to 61 or something.
0: Yeah, Lady Arwen was but still a man! Amazed. You've only really just become a man. If, 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 if you're looking you're in mom, perspective, no. Lady Arwen is still ass. considered a a teenager, a heartthro like like you know, a love-struck child. When she How started, in she? she's over 2,000.
1: Oh, well, then she's an adult now. She can do
0: she pleases. Oh, she's still an adult. Yes, but she's, you know, in mannerisms, she's still a, a teenager, kind of thing, like you know, late teenager
1: that would explain why she was being such an ish towards her husband
0: um yeah explains a lot of things um yeah uh, Nastria (laughs) says I do believe somebody wants to speak to you also um well he says Lord Elrond has a test for you Mm -hmm.
1: intriguing he replies um I would it, ugh, sorry. Um, intriguing. However, I would. I, I am a little bit more. Well, I'm a, I am a little bit curious as to why he feels the need to test me. Especially when neither of us have ever really met each other. Apart from that one team in Tharbard. Um,
0: she kind of smiles politely, looks out to the sky, into the mountains again, and just says to the mountains and out to the sky, but is towards you is in in, in, in Darien again.
1: Mhm.
0: Don't worry, don't trust I'm sure you'll do well.
1: Kind of smugly smiles to himself. <laughs>
0: that point, Lily gets chirps up. She says, I think we're getting closer. I can smell it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can you not smell it? Burning wood. It's unmistakable. Once you've had your own, how a house burned down, you know it's a kind of a smell you never forget. I can smell it. <laughs> burning wood. Somebody's burning wood. Can I, I, I... stop
1: check something? The carriage isn't burning, is it?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. She should be her head in She's like, okay. I can smell it. Something. It's like, 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 like. Somebody's burning wood. It's like, like a, like a house fire, not like, like you know, like a, like a fireplace. Definitely a big one. Oh yeah, we're getting closer. Oh bloody time as well. About 15 minutes or so, the road begins to rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, snow seems to recede a little bit. Um, the road underneath the stone, flagstone, seems to reappear. A couple at first, then a few more, then a few more clusters, and then eventually there is an actual road there. Um, snow is a little thinner as it reaches a high plateau. And then you pass the first of a stone marker. An arrow pointer, four-sided. Big tall, elongated pyramid type shape. On a on a pedestal. On the side of the road. An ancient marker. Boundary markers. Lily points him out. There's the one. See it? Ancient boundary marker. Aye. You can tell we're in somebody else's territory now. Estelle has no jurisdiction around here. She
1: has <laughs> more jurisdiction than you may
0: do. <laughs> Aye, she's got no jurisdiction around here. We break the law here, we're dead. conversation, like, the, the atmosphere in the she's carriages. She's lying
1: that if she did trouble in <laughs> Tharbad when I'm in charge, she's not going to be dead anyway.
0: I don't know. Oh, you big softie. <laughs> she's just making conversation in the carriage, that's all it is. Everybody's <laughs> listening to it. Lauren is like... I still is like... Her
1: in trouble, man. Like, don't do this shit. <laughs> just because I'm in charge doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want.
0: goes through a small little plateau kind of thing and these big tall pine trees uh um, conifers um seem to open out um and spread and then there's a sharp descent down a switchback that seems to cut backwards and forwards cascading waterfalls come like at the end of the switchbacks You can see how the water comes down the side, then runs across the small trail of a road, then continues down the mountainside itself, as you cross over it several times. One moment, you're looking out over the top of the tallest of pine trees. Several switchbacks later, you're at the base of them. Each of these trees must be 30, 40, 50 feet high. Snow gently covering them. Water cascading around them, under them, through them. Lily still shoving her head out the window. Sticking her head out the carriage, looking down onto the next switchback, at least 30, 40 feet below. Yeah, we're high up here, aren't you? Way high up here. I can still smell them fires. We must be right on top of it now. You know... If the carriage wheel comes off right now, we've had it.
1: Just jinxed us. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: Nostriel seems to be getting a bit edgy. She's looking out in different directions. She's searching the horizon for something. It descends. Two, three, four more times. And as the road begins to widen on a level, flat valley gorge floor, pine trees seem to separate, and catch a glimpse of buildings on the far side of
1: don't catch her doing that. Sorry. Yeah. Dang, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. Sure yeah. She's I anticipating didn't... some kind of a, you know, uh, looking for something like the first glimpse of like, oh, we're there kind of thing it's like if you look in that direction you should be able to see this she's looking for
1: centuries
0: she's just doing that kind of thing you know when you're arriving at something like oh when well, you know when you're there when you see this um
1: no, she might be looking for people in the forest
0: out. maybe observa- uh, observers in the forest yeah, wardens guards she's looking out the left- hand side carriage window she's looking outside the right hand side carriage window
1: What, what would I need to roll to see if I can see them through?
0: Um, Awareness Sense, if you're looking.
1: Okay. Um... Okay, Awareness Sense is plus 35, and I will roll right now. Mm -hmm. So, it is 60. Sixty-six plus
0: the thirty-five. Okay, that's non-modified sixty-six. Yep. Uh, your... First initial reaction is... Estelle has noticed something that might be wrong. You mean Nostriel? Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, Nostriel. Yeah, Nostriel. Even... Sorry. Nostriel has spotted something that is wrong. Like, there's something going to happen imminently. Trap. Yeah,
1: someone's going to ambush us. No! Nah. There could uh, possibly be an ambush. Trying. I mean, I. am Trying to, yeah. to raise the alarm. Uh, Dylantrass asks Nostril and Sindarin shall we make a point of stopping the... Um... Would this be a caravan? Kind of travelling? It's, it's, like, a, it's, it's a, a, convoy. a convoy. Right. Um, should we stop the convoy and prepare for something?
0: She doesn't respond. He's still looking out. Um... Her eyes moving from one location to another. Searching. Um looking for so- is it is it, she's looking for something but not to know what she's looking for. You see the glimpses of more, more buildings, high towers. Um windows, well, balconies. And then it disappears again behind a small forest of pine trees. Then it breaks, and you can see a cascading waterfall and a large river. Um lauren points out she says, oh look that's beautiful that isn't it austria goes and looks out the other side of the carriage she looks out the other side of the carriage
1: generally,
0: hmm?
1: i've generally been just watching the scenery and oh yeah yeah
0: you're watching it it's like i oh, with my mother pretty- yes no uh,
1: i'm not like going oh it's pretty i'm just <laughs> <laughs> Observing the scenery, passing time. So you tell you mom them, look, bird. bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, squirrel. Uh, like, squirrel. <laughs> um, my mum says yes. Maybe oh, even I'll ask own. my mum's stories of her travels back and then get her to talk about the past a little bit, maybe.
0: That's a whole new chapter that one. Oh yeah.
1: It's a whole new
0: chapter that. A
1: whole new chapter
0: nostril continues he sits back down again like um, acting patient looking around watching as if convinced by some event um, or activity I do on. the turn sharply to the left then all as if all the trees just disappear completely there is no forest cover And then you seem to be going over a high humpback bridge. Small, low guardrail of wrought iron seems to extend on the left and the right hand side. Underneath you is a formidable force of icy water. About 15 to 20 feet easily across. The bridge spans a gap that's probably about 30 or 40 feet high noise is absolutely horrendous, just cascading, hitting torrents. Lily's uh, looking out on it. She's like, oh this is great, this isn't it. I hope we're still on the map. If not, I want to make a map of this place.
1: Oh my god i strangling her with a fucking map in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dylan yeah. Trance reassures Lily and says, I'm pretty sure we're still on the map, Lily. Oh, I'm so
0: sure I... we're still on the map. I mean, I'm not like, you know, like the smartest person in the world, but I live the people that live in a house. She points over towards a beautifully huge house. Estelle, you've been here before. Some steps. Mm-hmm. Big steps, stone ones. Um, lead mm-hmm. up to a veranda. Um, at the top of the steps, there's two trees that seem to be growing out of the stone veranda. The stones uh, placed around these two huge white trees that hold up the second story um, as an overhanging balcony room. In front of you is uh huge doors um as the carriages make their way up to it doors are open um these doors are at least ten feet wide and at least twenty thirty feet high um dark oak beams um black hand wrought hinges um and metal headed rivets seem to line the outside the door <clears throat> there's a um, the tree branches themselves from the, the great trees that seem to hold up the second story at the front of the house like pillars seem to have been deliberately grown outwards to uh, to the sides and to the rear to be able to create almost like uh, platforms um, natural scaffolding that holds up the entire front end of this building
1: huge yeah. building uh,
0: beautiful in white and silver Great. grey um, the panelling. Um, the the nature that seems to be embodied into it. Um, even in its condition as it is now. With winter descending on it. In the closing lights of day. The snow is gently falling. As the carriage comes to a halt. One by one. Each of them stop. At these... Start at the bottom of these great steps um, that lead up to the first paved veranda area. Estelle, you've been here before. You know what to expect. You share in just as much excitement of being back in Rivendell, mm-hmm. Austriel, and all we. Frey has never been here before. She stands looking out of the carriage window at the huge, big building in front of her. Elves move about, some of them carrying books and manuscripts, their robes flowing behind them. See the garlands of evergreens, holly pines, pine cones and things like that seem to be draped hanging from the eaves and from the rafters as if the whole place has been decorated from some seasonal event yet to take place. Birds small ones flutter around a small bird bird table where another elf Wearing silvered purple garments. Seems to be sprinkling seeds on a small feeding tray. Silver top. On a pedestal of marble.